Girl, Your Journey Starts Here focuses on helping women in business master their mental health and entrepreneurship. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepard, Transformation Biz Coach, this podcast presents the best content on business, self-development, mental health, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Hello and welcome back to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. I am your host, Olivia B. Shepard, your transformation and business coach. Welcome to another Friday episode. And of course, I don't have a guest today, not because I... um couldn't get one or didn't have one. I just didn't want one today. Um, I've been kind of enjoying doing the podcast um, alone these last couple of days or these last couple of weeks because I've been having some things I've been wanting to get off my chest. So me just going in alone right now um, seems okay to me. You know, if it's okay with y'all, um, I'm not pressed about the guests I love interviewing people I love talking to them but you have to excuse me I'm sorry I wasn't at my mic um I just been having a lot of things I needed to get off my chest and you can't really do that when you have a guest so let's jump into today's topic don't give your doubters the ammunition Now, I wrote this as a post um, a couple of days ago on Facebook um, because it just came to me, um, you know, I'm in the midst of some trials right now and everything seems topsy-turvy. Is that how you say that? Topsy-turvy or topsy-turvy? Okay, it doesn't really matter. Um, So I've been thinking, you know, the entire time that, I'm going through these things. I've kind of been shying away from Facebook and Instagram and shying away from my businesses and things that I have been wanting to do. But then I started thinking that's what my haters and my doubters wanted. You know, I'm still harping on the text message, which was a month ago, what the, the 19th passed. And I am fully committed to believing that, These were some hater-ass people who wanted to see me suffer, who wanted to see me fail. But I could not continue to give them the ammunition. Now, my husband may give them the ammunition. He can have that. I'm not going to do it, okay? I am not going to give up being who I am what and and doing what I do because some other people don't care to live out their dreams or have no intentions of doing anything and that's why I wanted to talk talk about this topic today because you all have to believe the same way all your life people have been laughing at your dreams have been ridiculing you have been telling you things were not going to work you were never going out to anything And then as you get older and you start going after your dreams, then you start doubting yourself because you have let your doubters get in your head. And we can't keep giving them the ammunition 
to sit around and high five each other and say, yeah, we knew she wasn't going to make it. Yeah, we knew that little stupid podcast wasn't going nowhere. She trying to go back to school. Child, she too old to go back to school. See, we give them the ammunition when we decide to give up. When we decide that it is more important to deal with our feelings and our emotions than it is to actually deal with none of that crap. Okay. Yes, I'm feeling upset. I'm still, you know, going through some things right now, but I am here today on my podcast. I am going to continue showing up for myself every single day. Okay, I'm going to continue showing up for myself on my podcast. I'm going to continue showing up in my business and in my coaching practice. I am going to continue showing up because I know for a fact that there are some people sitting around doubting me. I know for a fact there are people sitting around praying for my downfall. I know that there are people sitting around laughing at me. And that's what they're doing to you. But we're not going to give them the ammunition. If you want to go back to school, if you want to pursue a different uh, career path, if you want to start a business, if you want to write a book, if you want to start a podcast, whatever you want to do. And people have told you and you're sitting on your talents and your hopes and your dreams is because you do not want to do anything because you're nervous. You're scared about what other people think. You are letting your doubters win. There's so much more to you than what people think about you. And the thing about it is we sit around and we look at others pursue their dreams and we have this I wish thing. Well, what do you wish, sis? Are you wishing that you had the life they had? But guess what? I promise you, they probably had the exact life you had. They had doubters too, but they persisted anyway. Nobody understands my little podcast. Nobody understands me being a little author. Nobody understands my little coaching business. I remember my husband even saying, your little t-shirt business doesn't really count when we were having a conversation about businesses. I remember my little housekeeping service that stayed in business for 20 years. I remember people doubting me back then, 20 years ago, and up until now, when I decided that I was ready to retire from cleaning everybody was like, well, how much money you got saved up and what are you going to do? You're going to go back to cleaning and you're going to do that. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's been the last four months have been hell. It has been hell being in retirement from cleaning. I have went back to clean two times. And that last time I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't know if the funds are going to start rolling in from the coaching business or my t-shirt business and, 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 and the other businesses that I'm running like my errand business, I don't know when that money is going to start rolling in. But what I do know is I no longer wanted to clean. So that little uh, cleaning business that I had for 20 years is done. But now I want to do some other things. And nobody is going to understand that. Nobody understands that right now. 
Because see, most of the people around me only see it if money is being made. Nobody sees that I am helping transform one sister's life at a time. That I am helping a sister believe in herself when nobody else can. I am helping a sister redo her, her website. I'm helping a sister by sending her some clients. See, nobody sees that because it's not monetary. You can't, you don't see the money from it. And see, every day that I do want to give up because I don't see the money from it yet either. You know, I make money here and there, but not like the everyday continuing thing like it was with my my cleaning business. Like, I mean, I could make money in my cleaning business in my sleep. And since that's not happening now, yes, there are times when I do feel like giving up. There are times when I say to myself, is this worth it? You know, I mean, I get up every day, you know, and it's so funny because this is, um, I got up this morning and, you know, I stay up all night, you know, um, I'm introducing a new coaching library where, where I will be able to sell some of my coaching services, some of my classes that I teach, um, or my digital library for women who can't afford to have me as a coach one-on-one. Okay. Remember I deal with women that deal with mental health issues. And a lot of times finances are some of the reasons why they deal with that, but they need the push. So I have decided to, to do this digital library where you'll be able to go in, pay little one, nothing um, for any coaching lesson you need. You know, whether it's on confidence, um, how to start your business, how to start a podcast, how to write a book. I have tons of things that I'm going to be putting in there for little or nothing. Okay. I'm not doing that because I settled for that because I don't believe in my coaching business or my coaching practice at all. I just also want to help others because I spent $4,500 on a coach. That got me nowhere. I spent what $2,000 on another coach now that was a different story because she was a hands-on coach she was a lot better and please don't let me get into the rant about life coaches because I don't want to discourage you all from getting your own but I spent that money and all I can think about is the $4,500 that that I lost could have been the money that's sitting in my pocket right now so I decided to start this library which will be released um in what about a week or so but I sat in my bed this morning because, like I said, I stay up all night doing that, trying to upload different files. I'm also doing, like, worksheets, workbooks, planners. All those things will be available in that um, in that digital library. But I stay up, like, till about 12 o'clock at night. Well, this morning when I got up, I did, you know, got up, got my smoothie. I got my prey on. I do my meditation, walk the dog if I need be, you know, things like that. But my husband was home. And so this morning I decided to lay back down because I really wasn't feeling well. I'm on this diet, so I've been feeling kind of weak, you know, because I haven't had any food in my damn system, and I'm hungry. Um, but I'm trying to get into a dress, so I am persisting, okay? <laughs> so I didn't feel too good. I was a little lightheaded this morning, so I decided to lay back down. And I felt that he felt some type of way about me laying back down. You know, like, you're not getting up. You're just going to lay in the bed. And what he fails to realize, and what a lot of people fail to realize, my son even included, that me running a coaching business, I can do from my phone. Me running my coaching, me me posting online is done from my phone. 
me uh, listening, doing a podcast, I can get up and come to my office and record my podcast. But technically, I can record up, upload it from my phone in my bed. I can make money while I'm sleeping because you all are going to be going to my digital library. You all are going to be going to get a t-shirt. You all are going to be going to get any product that I put out there. You understand what I'm saying? So I have a chance to lay back down if I feel the need to, but because I felt he felt that I was being lazy or I wasn't accomplishing anything. I felt guilty about that. Even though I had done everything all last night, my eyes are tired. I mean, if you're on a computer, for those of you all who work at a computer all day long in your office, this is tough work. Think about when you're doing your work for your office, you already know what you got to do. But I am trying to come up with content every single solitary day. I'm trying to be creative. Think about that. I got so much shit going on, but I'm still trying to be creative. So staring at a computer screen all freaking day. I'm talking about I'll get up at seven. Sometimes I get up at seven something in the morning or six something. I get up at six something in the morning, walk the dog, do my meditation and prayer, eat a little breakfast if I eat something or drink my shake. And then I sit at my computer for maybe eight till about one o'clock in the afternoon before I go walk the dog for a second time. And then after that, I may eat some dinner, maybe cook some dinner, may run a couple of errands, but then I'm back at the computer. And that is work to me. So hats off to all of you all who have been working at a desk for years because I never had to do this. So now my eyes are tired. Now my head is hurting. Not to mention I got stuff going on. So my mind is wandering and and swirling. So I am entitled to lay down if I feel like it. Doesn't mean that I didn't work. Doesn't mean that I'm lazy. It just means my vision is something he can't understand. And so as a, he's a doubter and I know you're like, you know, oh my gosh, lady. Oh, this is your husband. Yes. He's a doubter. My mother was a doubter. My father was a doubter. My sister was a doubter. My friends, not my new friends, old friends were doubters. My church members were doubters. My coach who I paid $4,500 was a doubter. So when I give them the admonition by not showing up for myself, that's what they believe and they continue to believe. No, it's okay for me to lay down and rest because he doesn't know what I'm doing behind the scenes. You know why? Because it does not show monetary. He doesn't see anything coming from it. And that's what they're going to say about your little book that you want to write. That's what they're going to say about the little business you want to do. That's what they're going to say about the little podcast. That's what they're going to say about your little t-shirt business. Because people don't actually see anything unless they see money from it. You know, he told, he told me, well, you know, you're not going to be able to do your coaching or you're not going to be able to do your podcast or you're not going to be able to be out there because most people want to know how to make money. I said, well, hell, people can't make money if your mind ain't right. You can't make money if your mind ain't right. 
And my thing is, even if I taught you how to make the money, if you're not confident in who you are, if you're too scared to talk, hence him himself, you know, he's one of these people, I love it to death, but he could tell me everything I should be doing behind the scenes, but will not do it himself. And that's what people will are doing to you. They're telling you, but secretly, and I hate to say this, and I even hate to say this about him because he even said to me he didn't want to be famous because I said I want to run for office. Of course, y'all know that I plan on having my own TV show. I want my podcast worldwide. I want to be able to interview big names. I want to do all that. Yes, I do want to be famous and well-known for helping people, for transforming lives. Not for the well-known or, you know, dropping the dollars like, you know, the clout stuff all the other people are chasing. But I think your doubters are secretly hoping that you don't show up for yourself because then that makes them feel better about themselves because they didn't show up for themselves. They are secretly hoping you don't show up for you. Because they're too afraid to show up for them. So that's why you have to keep going. That's why you have to not let them give them the ammunition. Don't quit. Be consistent in what you're doing, what you're trying to pursue, even if you don't see the money. No, I don't see the money rolling in every single day like I did with my cleaning business. But remember, it took, I was in the business for 20 years. And when I started off that in 2000, I did have some savings, but it was, I only had one client. And at the time, because I hadn't been cleaning, I had been cleaning, but I was now by myself and having to work out, be the boss and the cleaner. It was kind of overwhelming. Because remember, I was working for somebody, so she did all of the scheduling and marketing. She did all that stuff, the taxes and all of that stuff. I, that was, those were the things I didn't have to do. All I did was pick up my schedule, go to work, and get my paycheck. Well, now I am running the operation and actually doing the business. So I didn't start off with major clients. I started off with one client because she believed in me. And she was a good lady because she was a Clemson fan. (laughs) And this was before I even was a big Clemson fan back then. I just liked Clemson because I had applied to Clemson and and wanted to go to Clemson. Not before I even thought about football or anything. This was this woman had a beautiful home that I used to clean a little older lady. Um, Her whole entire family, her kids graduated from Clemson. Her husband graduated from Clemson. She graduated from Clemson. Everything in their office was Clemson. It was just a little, uh, uh, like an amazing house. But she believed in me. She left a reputable company who she had been with for years before I came along. She left that company and came with me when I started my business because she didn't want nobody else to clean her house but me. And we had become friends. She believed in me. She believed in my business. And there were days that it was hard. And I had a five-year-old kid at the time. So, yes, people were calling me stupid. People were telling me how dumb I was. I was. People were telling me, girl, you better, you know, you're not going to have a pension. You're not going to have insurance. You're not going to have this. 
But these were the same people who right now to this day have yet 20 years later to live out anything that they ever thought that they could do. None of them. So don't be like your doubters. Don't give your doubters the ammunition. Stop living scared. Stop sitting in your comfort zone because you're too afraid about what your husband or your spouse, whoever it may be, thinks. You don't leave the state of South Carolina because you're too afraid about what other people are going to say. I remember being just like that. I remember not leaving the state of South Carolina because, first off, I never knew anything about that you could leave. Sadly, I was not taught that you could actually get on a damn plane and go someplace else. So when I would leave to go just to Myrtle Beach, and for those of you all who are from South Carolina, it was about two hours away. My doubters, oh, you going out of town and why are you going by yourself and why are you doing this and why are you doing that? Because I was threatened to live out some dreams of getting the hell out of South Carolina. But if I had let my doubters continue to tell me that I shouldn't leave, I wouldn't have been able to raise my son to say, get the hell out of South Carolina. There's nothing here. All because they were scared to leave South Carolina. All because they were scared to live out their dreams. They tried to tell me not to do mine. And that's what you're going to have to give up in order to live out your dreams. So I'm going to give you three things that you need to do in order to squash the doubters. I'm going to give you these three things. So grab your journal or a piece of paper and write these things down. Number one, never let your doubters see you quit. See, when my husband saw me laying in the bed, he must have thought I had given up on what I was supposed to be doing. No, I was just taking a break. Because my eyes hurt. I've been on this computer all day long. This is what I do now. I'm exhausted. I don't have to explain that to anybody because I'm a grown woman. And I, unlike him, and unlike some friends of mine and people, period, I take naps. I rest my brain because I don't want that same brain I had three years ago. Where I was just going, going, going because people were telling me I needed to go and I didn't want to take a break. and I I don't want that. When I take a nap, I function better, period, point blank. I turn my phone off or put it on mute, and I get the sleep that I need. And that helps me focus. That's why I'm so creative. That's why I'm able to do what I'm doing. So don't let your doubters see you quit because they're rooting for that. You might say, well, no, they love me. No, they love you. They just don't love what you're doing because they are not doing anything. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I am pretty sure my family loves me. Sometimes I question that. But they don't understand it. So if you quit, they're telling you and they're saying to themselves, see, I told her. I told her she wasn't going to be able to go back to school. I told her she's too old to do that. I told her. Don't give them the ammunition, sis. Keep going. Number two. Stay consistent throughout your process. Whatever you're going through, keep going. I was listening to Bible study um, on Tuesday night. 
um, because I'm trans trying to find me a new church home. And I, the pastor went over Psalms 23 and 4. And for those of you all who know the scripture, I don't know it off the um, top of my head right now, but go read Psalms 23 and 4. And I am, I used to be real, real, real afraid of that particular scripture because I only ever heard that scripture at funerals. So it would scare me. So I would never, you know, think about it. I would never even, you know, um, think about hearing it. But this is what it says. I end up finding it in my notes. Psalms 23 and 4 reads, Ye, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou rod and thou staff, they comfort me. And I didn't understand what that meant. It just scared me. But the pastor broke it down and he said, the valleys he was talking about that David was trying to get through were these these valleys that going through them meant there were there were animals and snakes and serp, you know serpents and um all kinds of deep dark wet hills. He said you had to keep going. There was no way to turn around. You had to keep going through these deep dark valleys. The rod, he said, was to, protect, to keep you there, to protect you, to keep you straight and focused. Remember that he was bringing these sheep through there too. And, I, and when he started breaking it down that way, that's like my life. That's like your life. You are going through a deep, dark valley. Keep going, sis. Keep going, bruh. You know, I had to put that in there because that's why I ain't just how the kids say it. <laughs> but to my gentlemen that are listening to the podcast, keep going because that valley is narrow. That valley is scary. That valley is full of, of certain opportunities. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going to fall on your head. You don't know what's behind you. You don't know what's in front of you. You don't know what's on the side of you. It's just this narrow place that you're, you feel like you're stuck in. Because you can't go backwards. You can't go sideways. You got to keep going through it. So even in the midst of this valley, keep going. Stay consistently on your path because you don't want to give your doubters ammunition. And number three, stop doubting your potential. See, they already doubt you, but why the hell are you doubting you? Stop doubting that you can't start a business because you don't have any money or you don't have any skills to do anything. Stop doubting that you're not going to be able to teach a class. Stop doubting that you are not cut out to be supervisor or you're not cut out to move up in your job if that's where you prefer to stay. Stop doubting your potential. You already got hundreds of people doing that. Why are you giving them the ammunition? Don't doubt your potential. Remember, God gave you the vision, gave me the vision. He didn't give it to anybody else. This is why people can't help you along the way, not the people that you you want to help you. 
I would love, you know, for my son, like my son will call me and say, and I'll, I'll send him straight to voicemail because sometimes I'm on Clubhouse chatting. I may be moderating the room with somebody. I may be on a call with someone um, doing a topic for somebody in their groups or something, or I may be on a call with a potential client. Um, I'm doing a podcast and I'll text him and say, don't call because he'll just call in the middle of whatever I'm, I'm he, because he thinks that it's okay for him to just call because not because he disrespects, he disrespects me. He just doesn't believe in what I'm doing. And he'll say things. All you do is stay home and talk on the phone all day or make it a little t-shirt. This, this is coming from my husband and my son. The people that I love without a doubt in the world. But don't get it twisted that they don't, see, they don't understand what you're doing. So don't doubt yourself because they're doubting you. Don't doubt your potential because they don't see your potential. You got to keep going. You got to keep doing what you set out to do. If you are working a part-time job and you don't feel like working at that job anymore because you know for a fact you have a business in you, when you get time to get off that job, I don't care if it's 20 minutes a day, work on your job, work on your business. Continue writing your book. Just don't give them the ammunition by quitting. Okay? So I'm going to go over those three things again. Don't let them see you quit. Stay consistent through your process. And stop doubting your potential. You don't want to give your doubters the ammunition. Keep going. It's dark. It's damp. It's scary. It's narrow. You can't see backwards. You can't see forward. You can't move on the sides. Means, this means you have to keep going through. And have no fear. Because God is with you. He's with me. We don't understand it and we don't see it. So we begin to think that our doubters may be right. We don't see the money coming in right now. So we begin begin to think our doubters are right. Maybe I shouldn't have quit my cleaning job. You know, my son said that the other day because I didn't have some money. He was like, well, can you give me a hundred dollars? And I was like, well, honey, I don't have any money, any cash on me. I have some, my credit cards. Oh, well, you need to go, go. You need to get another job. No, I don't. I believe in what I'm doing. And again, I did go out and work twice. Not because I needed the money, but because I was trying to help these two people who didn't realize that I was retired. But it was the most degrading thing to me. I hate cleaning. I am grateful for the time that I had to do it, but I don't want to do it anymore. And I meant that. And no, I don't see the the, the dough rolling in right now, but I just feel it in my bones that I am led to do this. And that's how you have to feel about it. That's how you have to feel about you. Stop giving your doubters ammunition. And that's it. I thank you all for tuning in for another episode 
of girl, your journey starts here. I am praying for you. I am thinking about you. I am rooting for your success. See, that's what makes me different from a lot of these women out here who claim they root for me. I root for everybody's success. I pray about everybody. Even when I don't see it in my own right now, I am happy when I hear my sis getting everything that she prayed for and that I prayed over her for. Because that's the type of person I am. So believe me and trust that I'm that type of coach. I'm not one of those coaches who get your money and then turn my back. I don't do that. I have no intentions of doing that. I have no intentions of being that type of coach. So believe me when I say I'm rooting for you. I can't wait to hear from you. And in every week when you hear my voice, I want you to believe that you are capable of everything that you have set out to do. Until next week, peace and love. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.